Good afternoon. Welcome to another episode of Arcanea Jedi Templar Reflections, brought to you by Acre Radio and plenty of other sources out there, such as Spotify and a host of others. I am your host, MJ Hannigan. It's been a while, long time, no talk. Let's talk about something kind of interesting for me. It's uh, perhaps about the balance of life. There's a great quote that I came across. Um, if you do not have balance, you cannot fight. This quote actually... Ooh, where did I pull it from? Dawn of the Jedi. Uh, the martial art teacher at... was teaching about balance in, in life. Now, the problem with balance in life is a lot of us really don't necessarily have it. Uh, one of the biggest things within martial art training is your mind-body-spirit. And how you need to balance, and if you have the balance of mind, body, spirit, you'll be a better martial artist. But also, more importantly, you'll be a better human being, and you'll truthfully just be better at your life. Now, I love to call this the Jedi Triquatra. Um, call it what you will, the Triquatra of mind, body, spirit. How all these things are individual, but how they do interconnect with each other. Now... In 2003, when... Actually, no, let me go a little bit further back. One thing I'm notorious for talking about on my podcast is, you know, I am a recovering addict. You know what? That's, you know, my stupidity, my fault. I got sucked into a life that I had no business being in. And it was what it was. One thing you'll never hear me talk about is life within my addiction. And I'll talk about that very briefly today. First and foremost... I was one of those cool hyperactive addicts. Um, I went to my job. I lived my life. I was just moving about a thousand miles per hour on a given. And that's about all I'm going to talk about it. Because one thing I truthfully hate about life is listening to people talk about the quote-unquote glory days. Guess what? There was no glory in those days. There was drugs. There was money. There was Vegas. That's all there is to it. It does sound kind of cool and glamorous when you see it in the movies. But, again, really, not it. Now, the thing about talking about the glory days is many people have it. Many people lived it. And, really, it's not that interesting. For me, what is a hell of a lot more interesting is what happened after those days. What did I become? <laughs> what did I avoid? For me, that's the interesting part. Now, I have always been a Star Wars fan since, like, I don't know, my dad took me to see Return of the Jedi back in, I don't know, I was five. So, a long time ago. Uh, I could look up the date, but I'm just really not that bored. But, um, you know, again, I've always been a Star Wars fan, and sometime around fifth, sixth seventh grade possibly seventh or eighth grade actually the star wars book started coming out and i thought hey you know what being a jedi would be totally cool and i kind of started with their role play manuals and you know kind of enjoyed the fiction but I never really went hardcore at it until like 1998 and then i had my dip into addiction and then when i started my recovery process i was like you know what what about my old life did i like what did I enjoy? And one of the, in my opinion, the biggest biggest uh, poor wording situations with recovery is the term recovery. 
Um, honestly, I didn't recover shit when I was dealing with my addiction issues. Did I get my life back? No. Why didn't I get it back? This is a life I didn't want back. You know, I started with uh, recovering my sanity first and then throwing in, all right, what's next? What's the next step? Instead of taking three steps backwards to a life I really didn't like to taking five steps forward into developing the life that I really wanted. <clears throat> and one of the biggest things that brought me through this process of recovery was getting back involved in Jedi realism and getting back involved in a pretty hardcore way. Uh, God, back then we had, uh, we had a lot going on. We had a lot of forums. We had a lot of groups. And life was really, really good. And getting back involved also meant rereading the old EU books as well as all the new awesome books coming. The thing about the EU that a lot of people don't 100% grasp yet is all the EU books are entertaining. First and foremost, they are entertaining books. And, you know, everybody likes entertainment, particularly when you're kicking drug addiction. <clears throat> you definitely want some entertainment in your life. And the Star Wars books would keep me focused for hours and hours. Instead of wanting to use, I would read my books. Now, for Jedi Realism point of view, guys, they're at that point in time, there were six movies. Woohoo, big deal. And the movies were entertaining, don't get me wrong, but they were really not, honestly, all that insightful. A lot of the incitement that we got from, oh, sorry, for the Jedi Realist movement stemmed from the book starting at Heir to the Empire and going all the way forward to the Crucible book. EU had a really long timeline and wonderful books. Alright, and Heir to the Empire, I talk about this quote often enough. So Luke was sitting there kind of feeling bad for himself at the beginning of the book. You know, they're kind of laying out the story. Next thing you know, Obi-Wan appeared. And I'm totally paraphrasing this. Uh, check out the book Heir to the Empire if you actually want to hear the real dialogue. Obi-Wan showed up to talk to Luke for one last time. Because he had to move on. He had to move on to the Force. Luke had to move on. Everybody had to move on. Again, great way to start a book. And Luke was feeling sorry for himself, saying, Oh, Obi-Wan, you can't leave us because what am I going to do next? Obi-Wan's like, you're going to figure this shit out and it's going to be okay. And then Luke was like, I guess I am the last of the Jedi. And then Obi-Wan whispers, No, Luke, you're not the last of the old Jedi Order. You're the first of the new. And holy shit, light bulbs came on and guess what? Luke's like, all right, this is what I learned so far. And this is where I'm going to take things. This is what sparked the Jedi Realist movement to its core. They're like, hey, you know what? What can we take from the EU books and apply to our lives? What other resources did they use to write the EU books? You know, a lot of Buddhism, Taoism, Knights Templar, a lot of stuff kind of gotten rolled up into it. And boom. Our community started. One of my big things is talking about the Jedi Triquatra because, in my opinion, that was one of our core things. Is building that mind, body, spirit. Because, after all, if you want to be a Jedi realist, you got to have balance within your life. More importantly, you got to have balance within yourself. So, let's talk about it. I know that's a really long build-up, so bear with me. Alright, this is the inner Triquatra. Again, the self. 
Mind, body, spirit. Let's talk about the mind. How is it you engage your mind? Do you read books? Listen to audiobooks? You know, what books do you enjoy? Do you read uh, religious doctrine, such as Christianity, Islam, Judaism, Taoism, or more mystic part, you know, Taoism, Buddhism? You know, what are you doing to engage your mind right now? Are you, again, are you reading books? If so, what kind of books are you reading? Do you watch YouTube videos? All right, people are going to slam me for this one, QAnon, yada, yada, yada. No, YouTube does have really funny cat videos. They have great music videos for people at the gym getting their swell on, yada, yada, yada. They also have a lot of great commentary videos. Um, most of the mainstream media have YouTube channels. And plus, there's just like really great videos about pyramids and past historical events, yada, yada, yada. I'm a huge fan of, you know, this again, training the mind, watching YouTube videos. I'm not saying you need to buy into all the stuff you see on YouTube, but truthfully, it is really cool and informative to know what the hell people are talking about. I can watch three or four hours of flat earth videos, not because I believe in the concept, but because if I come across a flat earth uh, theory individual, I want to be able to have a rational conversation with them and know what the hell they're talking about, you know, to further engage the conversation. Again, it is learning. You might not agree with it. Science might not agree with it. But it's good to know and understand, you know, 5G, conspiracy, corona, whatever. It's good to know and understand, you know, what people are thinking and why they're thinking about it. And going with that, when you're talking about media, and you're talking about YouTube and social media, do not throw yourself into the political box. And when I'm talking about the political box, bear in mind, for the most part, I'm centrist, but I am a little more right-leaning on things. However, when it comes to YouTube commentaries, when it comes to watching mainstream media, I watch all spectrums of the media because I'll tell you one thing. I do not believe one news source is telling the truth. I believe they're all kind of telling bits and pieces of the truth. But they're putting their own spin on it. Because you have to understand, all the media, including social media, and the commentary people, all have their own political bias. Each bias is designed for one thing. To pander to people who agree with the bias and, you know, declare the other person is wrong... Not to mention get a whole bunch of subscriptions so people pay more money to keep hearing the same content. And it creates such a division in our world because right, you know, the right saying this, the left saying that. The right saying that, the left is saying this, the left is saying the right saying that. And it's total clusterfuck and not a healthy concept at all. If you want to get involved in politics, feel free. But at least do yourself a favor I don't care if you agree with one side and disagree completely with the other side. Do not listen to what one side is saying about the other side. Listen to the other side. And come across your conclusions. Because there's a lot of things, a lot of misinformation. I would personally prefer to use the word lies. But we'll use misinformation that people are doing to demonize the other side. 
don't fall into that trap. You know, be informed yourself. Take a whole bunch of different media sources, kind of string the story together, and see what's actually going on in the world. Because, again, mainstream media and YouTube commentaries, they do have bias. And at least respect and appreciate the bias of this individual. Because when you do, you can kind of see more behind the veil. Alright, um, what else? How else do I enjoy learning? How else do I enjoy feeding my mind? I enjoyed conversations with friends. I enjoyed learning their points of view. I enjoyed learning what they're doing with their lives. What are they not doing with their lives? What do they regret? What do they hope for? You know, these are great things that inspire and motivate me and things that I can learn from. You can learn from your own mistakes, which many of us hopefully do. Or, more importantly, you can learn from other people's mistakes and not do the same stupid shit that they did. Quote, this is why I talk about... <laughs> Um, being a recovered addict so much because my hope is people will look at my life, listen to my story and see what I'm doing now and decide, hey, you know what? I want to avoid that shit all the way around because it's not worth it. It's not worth losing friendships. It's not worth losing track of your goals, your motivation. And, you know, if they can learn from that mistake and not make those same mistakes, then, you know, if I help one person, then I've actually done something pretty successful, and I'm okay with that. Um, podcast, you know, kind of goes with YouTube videos. There are some great podcasts out there, and, you know, I always say I don't care. If you, if you want to start a podcast, um, I recommend it. Get your voice out there. Let it be heard, because, you know, this world would be a much better place if more people would get out there, put yourselves out there, and try to do something positive for the community around them. Um, earlier I talked about audiobooks. Uh, not that I'm getting paid for this, but audible.com, in my opinion, is like the greatest among greatest. I've been an Audible subscriber since, I want to say 2008, maybe 2009. My phone is ridiculous. I have way too many audiobooks on my phone. Um... For people who don't necessarily like reading, listening to audiobooks will keep you entertained. It will, you know, it, it's just like listening to a lecture. If you're a lecture kind of person, audible books are def or audiobooks are definitely a great concept. And actually, speaking of which, um, reading books, listening to audiobooks, and doing podcasts. My phone, again, like I said before, is ridiculous. Between my Audible account, my Kindle account, and a couple podcast apps that I listen to that I'm not going to throw out there. It gets me into a lot of trouble. Because I'm on my phone constantly. Constantly on my phone. But I'm not. But I am. But I'm not. I'm on my phone because I'm listening to audiobooks. Or I'm reading a book. Or I'm doing both at one time which annoys the hell out of people. But you know that's how... I deal with my life and I live my day. You know, I like reading books. So having a Kindle account is helpful. If I am out driving, I'll listen to audiobooks. Again, same concept. It's how I learn. It's how I feed my brain. And don't know. I've heard. I've read statistics that if you play audiobooks when your children, while they're sleeping and, you know, while they're growing up, it does help to... 
get them to develop reasoning, comprehension, yada, yada, yada. It is what it is. But again, that's how I feed my mind. How do you feed yours? What do you do? What do you read? What are you excited about? What do you totally enjoy? Um, even train your mind. Hands-on activities. You know, are you a hands-on activity, fix a car kind of, you know, what's your YouTube video, fix a car kind of person? Truthfully, I am not. But I have a lot of respect for people who are. Um, Alright, moving on, moving forward. Training your body. Here it comes, right now. Suddenly, people are screaming, Hannigan's about the fat shame people. I'm not. I'm, truthfully, I'm not. Uh, body positivity, as a movement, I kind of understand what they're talking about. But there is a difference, and a big difference that needs to be discussed between body positivity and a healthy lifestyle. What are you doing with your body, and more importantly, what are you putting into it? Uh, I'm a huge fan of physical exercise. I love going to the gym. When our gyms were shut down for just about two months here last year, I was a friggin' train wreck. Yes, I was kind of able to work out the house. We had a bench. We had some free weights. But honestly, I am the person. I love waking up. I love getting into my car, driving to the gym, changing my clothes, pushing my body to its absolute max, getting a shower, and then starting my day. That's what I enjoy doing. You know, I am not some uber buff vascular jack dude. Ain't gonna happen. It's not my body frame. And the amount of steroids I'll need to take for that is a little too much to talk about. But again, I do push my body and I push it as hard as I can. And I enjoy that. I also know that by working out, I can hopefully prolong my life a little longer than my father had did or his father before him. So, you know, the the more advantages I can push into myself, uh, the better it's going to be. So, again, I enjoy going to the gym. There are also home workouts, and I often speak about Beachbody. You can get a Beachbody membership for pretty damn cheap, and it opens you up to the Insanity, one, two, three, how many variations they have now, P90X, and all sorts of crazy workouts. If you're going to do a home workout, I would recommend something like that because, again, they're pretty fun and exciting. But if you do Insanity, which is the hardest of hardcore cardio beatdown workouts, let me give you a hint. You're not going to make it through every rep, every, you know, everything they're doing on your first try around. Why? Because these people did the program for, like... An entire cycle before they went back and did the recording for the videos and if you can keep up with them on your first attempt then you're probably in pretty good shape as it is most of us are not especially as we get older so you know if you're doing insanity workout and you're doing one rep for every two that they're doing you know that's great that's actually what is supposed to happen but you know once you get down with the cycle you should be pretty much keeping up with them. And once you do the cycle again, you will definitely look as awesome, as cool, and whatnot as the people in the video, depending on your fitness level when you started off. <clears throat> um, you know, going with that, what the hell are you putting into your body? Somebody is undoubtedly going to say, well, Hannigan's a hypocrite. He smokes cigarettes. Yeah, I still do. 
I'm guilty. I don't smoke nearly as much as I used to, but yeah, I do still smoke cigarettes, which is counterproductive in a lot of ways. But just to be honest and throw it out there, that's still something that I do. And I am working on leaving that habit behind. Uh, Eating-wise, what are you actually putting into your body? Are you seriously eating fast food every day? Do you understand how bad fast food every day actually is for you? With an exception of a few places. You know, I'm a huge fan of, like, Subway. I'm a huge fan of, uh, Chipotle. Because it's kind of healthy-ish-ish. But, you know, also, how many calories are you putting in a day? And how many of those calories are healthy calories versus empty calories? Example, things that you'll very rarely see me eat. Sweets. Chips. Junk food. Yes, I can jack up a bag of potato chips and a thin of French onion dip every now and again. But that is more of an exception than a roll. It's a rarity. Um, again, I do eat junk food on occasion. But I do strive to pretty much eat healthy 90% of the time. And I personally prefer cooking than eating out. Simply because if I cook, I know what I'm putting in my meals. If you eat out, you don't exactly know what's coming into your into your body. <clears throat> uh, drugs and alcohol. <clears throat> um, uh, this, truthfully, there's nothing good about drugs or, or alcohol put into your body. All they're going to do is create a lot more damage. And it's really not going to end well for you. I'll be really honest. I've seen ripped up beast mode people who are like 205 pounds get involved with crystal meth and they ended up being like 130 pounds uh speaking from personal experience that's really not a sight you want to see and also you know al you know jumping doing talking about alcohol uh you know letting a bottle control your day is already a bad idea um what alcohol does to your mind over the long run also not a good thing but don't take my word for it for the love of god do not take my word for it you know, do your own research and see how bad some of the things that we put into our body truthfully are. Alright, that's pretty much all we're going to talk about physical. Now let's talk about spiritual. This is one thing. Uh, spirituality and damn religion turn tend to get intertwined with each other. Is religion and spirituality the same? Honestly, I guess that depends on who you are. But I'm going to talk about ways that I opened up my own spirituality and, you know, let you figure out ways that you are going to figure out your own. If some of these ideas that I give inspire you to try something different, try something new, then that is 100% wonderful. If you're great with your spirituality as it is, you know what, just keep doing what you're doing because it's a great idea. Alright, meditation. Meditation. Sitting there in a full lotus or half lotus position saying, um, that you see with the Buddhist monks. Yeah, see, I can do that for a little bit, but truth be told, long term, that's not my life. It never has been, it never will be, it might be my ADHD, I don't know for sure, but sitting meditations do not work well for me. Um, if they work well for you, again, please, please, please keep doing it. Or, you know, every now and again, again, I will sit there at the full meditation, like half-ish lotus position, um... With, you know, meditating with a candle in front of me, stuff like that. I do that, again, it's sparingly. Just because, again, 
I'm a dog, I see a squirrel, and I'm going after the squirrel, no matter what's in front of me. It is what it is. Alright, I personally prefer movie meditations, which is why I love working on my Taekwondo Pumseis, my Shaolin Kempo Karate Katas, whatever word you want to use for your more short forms. I love doing those. Um, within Taekwondo, the forms are associated with different elemental aspects, and one thing I love attempting to do when I work on my forms is not just doing the simple movements, block, kick, punch, block, block, punch, punch. No, it, it looks cool, it looks exciting, but I do love trying to feel the element that that form represents. And how would fire move? How would water move? How could it be as plus as a lake? Unless we're talking about Lake, Lake, Lake Superior, that's a whole different story. But going from, you know, a peaceful lake to a rushing river, you know, if the form does represent water. Uh, I enjoy doing that, and for me, I feel more in touch with my higher self. I feel, feel more connected with the universal life source uh, when I do that. You know, and piggybacking off of that, I also love doing yoga. Yoga, you go to the Y, you get into Tadasanas, and, you know, you're holding this pose or that pose, whatever. Next thing you know, you're doing corpse pose, and you're supposed to be meditating. Half the people don't quite get that concept. And you get out. Alright, we're going to backtrack. Yoga, actually, if you get really bored... Um, really look into yoga. Yoga is not just a physical activity that you do at a health club. Yoga is actually its own lifestyle. It does have its own guiding principles. The yamas, nayamas, you know, there is a lot to yoga. And the biggest thing for me is, again, it helps to connect me to the universal life source. I totally enjoy that about yoga. Uh, when I'm in a yoga class and truthfully, truly, truly feeling the class... I do feel that my flexibility increases by like a thousand percent because you're in tune with the universal life source, you're moving into the postures, you're breathing correctly, and it is truly a mind-blowing experience. And how I feel when I leave yoga is like supercharged and it's completely awesome. Uh, another one I often talk about is Reiki. Uh, Reiki, and we could even talk about Qigong, Tai Chi, um, pretty much all comes from Asia, <clears throat> but they all, does all have Indian roots. Um, the spirituality concepts of these principles, again, you're doing moving, it's moving meditation of sorts, healing your body from within, yada, yada, yada. It's what I prefer, and, you know, if, if you're into it, great. Definitely look more into Reiki, Qigong, Tai Chi, Yoga. If you're not quite into that, I'd recommend looking into it to get an understanding. So, if somebody's talking to you about a yoga class, or somebody's talking about a Reiki treatment, you at least kind of understand what they're talking about. Um, other than that, you know, again, deeper spirituality... Deeper religious studies, I would highly, highly, highly recommend looking into other religions that are not necessarily your own. Again, because if people talk about religion and why their religion is so great or why this religion sucks, why Jedi realism is so horrible, you know, whatever. 
having an understanding of it goes back to again training your mind and understanding different religions does help you engage in conversations which leads to more learning and everything kind of flows together again as i mentioned before mind body spirit for me martial arts is the biggest mind body spirit i do not a hundred percent agree with how they are taught in the united states simply because religion overrules spirituality in too many cases a lot of the asian martial arts the karate's the kung fu's uh the korean arts such as taekwondo or hapkido they are about lifestyles and they are very mind body spirit associated and related and interconnected in america unfortunately we're so afraid of teaching spirituality that we have neglected that aspect of the martial arts you know a lot of people they go to their martial arts school a couple of days a week for a couple hours a week and you know they get good at the techniques and they earn their belts and they get to their black belt and they bounce out because it's no longer interesting to them or it's just a part-time hobby well again going back to the asian countries it, it's the martial arts is not a part-time hobby it is a full in-depth lifestyle now going forward um that is the jedi templar triquatra and for me it really is my way of life it it's so easy to make your life look glamorous and wonderful on social media posting those pictures with the great edits and talking about all the happy happy joy joy aspects of your life it's not me it's not my style um to be honest my triquatra has interfered in relationships before um you know it is what it is i probably spend too much time at the gym or too much time reading books on my phone and not you know watching tv with my significant other yada 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 again i'm totally guilty of that that's probably one of those things in my outer triquatra that i do have to work on uh what else is there exciting to bring up Um, actually, yeah, I really got nothing on that one. I uh, hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, great. Please share it with your friends, family, cats, dogs, hamsters, bunnies, you know, whatever you got. Um, share it on your social media, different groups, uh, with friends who might be interested in it. And, you know, understand, I... I have put my martial arts, my Jedi realism, my recovery, all in the same category. That doesn't mean everybody's going to do that. That does not mean I expect everybody to do that. For me, it's what helped me. It's what helped me um, break my chains to addiction. It's what keeps me sober because, you know, let's be honest. If I go ahead and relapse, it completely discredits everything I've done over these years between American Jedi film my book, the podcast, it discredits everything. So it is a great motivational thing for me to not relapse, realizing how much better my life is. Um, again, if you find comfort 
and reading a big book or whatever your autonomous group has for its recommended reading, then definitely continue doing that. Um, being honest, all of those books really didn't do much for me. Uh, 12 Steps, 12 Principles, you know, those were all were great things for me. But the books, truthfully, I wasn't that interested. Um, that's why I went the direction that I went. If you're down with addiction, you know, get into a group and do what's going to help you progress to not fall back into addiction. And, you know, also at the same time, if you are not dealing with addiction, but you're dealing with depression, you're dealing with anxiety, whatever, whatever, pay attention to this triquatra and try to figure out what you can do to help that. Again, for me, when dealing with depression, you know, going to the gym, things like that definitely help get the endorphin levels up and, you know, kind of keep me leveled out a little bit. Unless they have way too much pre-workout, then that's a different story all the way around. Um, any event, I'm not going to tell you guys up any longer. Uh, if you're still listening, thank you very much. You know, if you do want to donate to the channel and subscribe, there's like different things for like a dollar a month, four ninety nine a month, nine ninety a month, nine ninety nine a month. If you want to give, great, thank you, please, I appreciate it. If you don't want to give because you either just don't want to. Or because you can't. Okay, cool. That's fine too. Keep listening. You know, the content's free. It is what it is. You know, there is no special things for those who sponsor. If you sponsor again, great. I appreciate it. If you can't sponsor or don't want to sponsor, that's totally fine too. The message is always free. Alright, thanks for listening. Love it. Oh, sorry. Remember, one voice does make a difference. Love and light. This is Hannigan. I'm out.